Hello, welcome, and it's great to have you with us. This is Conversation Over Two Bridges with Elizabeth Galera and Piers Cromwell, a place where two spectacle-faced friends come together. We chat, discuss, and talk unscripted about topics that we come across in our everyday lives. With this in mind, expect the unexpected. Across these two bridges, nothing is taboo. So let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to Conversations Over Two Bridges with myself, Elizabeth, and the fabulously nervous Pierce Crumlin. How are you doing today, Pierce? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm ready. I'm like Bambi at the start of Bambi, you know. You know, just ready to go. Ready, ready to, go. to go. Ready to go. You know, um I think you did very well in in, in the, the previous kind of segment on this, so you know, I, I will put the caveat, I'm not your normal, regular, run-of-the-mill kind of guy, so I will not be speaking for everybody. I will try and give what I would consider a guy's view. There might be two different types of guys, so I might give two type different types of guys' views, and um, I will be speaking as a guy, not necessarily as Pierce. Well, we will see. So... <clears throat> Um, off the back of our last podcast where we delved into the mind of a woman and Pierce very much put me on the hot spot I have decided to get my own back in today's podcast now, little twist I didn't ask any listeners for questions I got my girls together and we had a good old conversation about why boys are boys basically so I have a fabulous list of questions here some might be a little bit questionable but we'll go with it, we'll see what happens Um. And yeah, so yeah, this is payback. <laughs> As if I had done anything wrong in the first round of questions. Oh yeah. I was yeah, only, yeah, yeah. I was only giving questions that, you know, men, I thought, and people had sent into me that wanted to know, you know, to get a better understanding so that we don't make as many mistakes as you say we make. So, um, okay. Oh, okay. Careful now, or I'll pick the really horrible questions first. That's but fine. anyway. Let's start with the first one. I'm, it's like I'm sitting here like looking into my crystal ball, picking what one will go first. But we'll go with a pretty easy one, okay? Why? Why do boys hate pennies so much? What is the problem? Because we've moved on to euro, and we don't use pennies anymore. It's uh, <laughs> if that's what you mean, is it? No, no, it's not. You know, it's not what I mean. Pennies, the store, Primark. What is it that you hate about it? Okay. Very simple, okay? I go on holidays for two weeks of the year and, you know, I would go maybe for a package holiday to Lanzarote, okay? I know I need shorts and I know I need uh, t-shirts and I know I need swimming trunks. And I don't have any of those for the rest of the year. My casual wear for me would be a short with jeans, you know? And, you know, around the house I have one pair of tracksuit bottoms that has lasted me a good 10 years and I don't see myself buying any more tracksuit bottoms for a considerable future. So Pennies is a store that you go into one week before you go away on holidays to buy five of the same type of shirt uh, in the one size and maybe a couple of colourful trunks and maybe spend a good to 70 quid and then leave all those clothes you use in your two weeks holidays in Lanzarote or Tenerife or Fuerteventura. And that's the only reason any time of the year you need to go to Pennies, you know. You leave, you leave your clothes over there? Oh yeah. I've spent 70 quid on clothes. I'm not going to bring them back. I have to get duty free in there, like, you know. <laughs> but if that, does that go, does that just you or is that every boy? Uh, I, every, I think every, every, but it depends. Like, I, 
I I think you know if you pick out some nice bits like. I would probably bring back the shorts that I would wear in the evening time, you know, more, more the tailored ones um, okay. that you might use in a, the odd summer that we get here in Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. I, like, you look at look, I'm a pasty as fuck. Um, you know, I'm not going to be showing off these milk bottle eggs in Ireland in the summertime. I <laughs> my mother say I'd only frighten away the seagulls. Um, so why do pennies, why do we hate pennies so much? There's too much options. Okay. There's too many vast spaces. One thing I will say, kudos to pennies. They now have more seats than they used to have. Because we used to all look around, especially in the shoe section, where you would have a seat designated for trying on the shoe. And we'd hover. I wonder if you're going over to the shoe section, there's an opportunity to sit down, you know, uh, and get a seat while, you know, she's looking at shoes. So you'd, like, scramble, scramble around. You'd be looking around. Some men have already got there, generally older men with several bags who have had 30 years of marriage and know how it rolls. You know, you go sit in the shoe section and let her <laughs> potter around for 90 minutes in pennies. Um, it's not that we hate it. Like, I, I, I love pennies when I need it, you know? It's not that we hate pennies, okay? It serves a purpose, okay? When you go into a penny store, 75% of the floor space is given over to women's clothing. 10% is now given over to homeware and 5% is given over to menswear. I know, but like if I, if Neve wants to go, do you like to wait outside? Do no, you win with her? Like, I have, the... as you know, I've been in relationships for the vast majority of the time since I've been 16. And regardless of the type of girl or woman I was going out with, they all enjoy pennies. So when I start going out with Neve and we went to do the shopping or we went browsing, Neve would be uh, shocked at the fact that I would do what I do. So what I do is I walk behind and just follow her around and just don't get, don't have that angry look in her face, in your face because girls really pick up on that and like you're fed up. No, no, I'm not fed up. I'm not fed up. Because I used to, what I used to do is I used to go over to the men's section and peruse over the men's section. That would take all 10 minutes. And by that stage, she has gotten through the first four or five lines of pennies, women's wear and that's, four or five lines out of the hundred lines that has to be looked at in that session so <laughs> so i don't do that anymore so what i would do is i'd follow behind and in previous relationships i might start suggesting some stuff because that's when you know to leave because when i start suggesting stuff you means it's just going to ruin your whole shopping experience so i've learned just to follow okay follow is very important and so okay so what i'm gathering is you're the exception because my experience with men's men's with men going into pennies they just, they refuse point blank to go in. They hate when they're in there. They hate how long you take. They're not even interested. And girls, I know you know this. They're not even interested to see what you bought. They're just like, can we go now? <laughs> are, are you finished? Yeah. Like, I no, could... bitch. I wanted to do a fashion show and you will sit and you will enjoy. Now, but do you not think talking. it, if you, if, if you want to go and enjoy a shopping experience in pennies, would it not be better to go with the girls uh, and do it then? So that first of all, you know that you're not going to be interrupted by a moody git, and um, and two, you know, you have the surprise of talking all about it when you come home again, all over again. Yeah. See, this podcast is about me asking you questions, so you don't get to ask me any. So off the back of that comment, I'm satisfied with that answer. Thank you. That was an easy one, by the way. Don't <laughs> oh. the truth. Um, number two. Not that I'm numbering them, but here and ever. Why? Do, why do all men think that they're better drivers than girls? <laughs> like, 
like I don't understand it because I class myself as an unreal driver. Yeah, I think it's because it's something like why are all Formula One drivers male? No. Uh, hmm. I don't know. You're not allowed to ask me questions. No, no, it's it's a rhetorical (laughs) question. Why are all Formula One drivers male drivers? Is because it's um, a male-dominated sport. Is because men are more comfortable with mechanicals. Uh, and you know a question like that kind of is a is um you know tar everybody with the same brush and um, probably statistically men are probably more dangerous drivers and uh, especially men in a certain age bracket um because they are more likely to take risks where more people of a, an elderly age or people driving maybe saloon cars might not take the same risks that young people do because uh, young men think they're um you know basically immortal they go live forever um i think women um don't i think hmm, that's an interesting why do women why are women (laughs) careful Careful. i just think men are more comfortable in a car than women are so are you agreeing with that statement that men are better drivers um all i will say is that all Formula One drivers are male, right? Uh, and there has to be reasons for that. I'm not a scientist. I haven't done any research into that. But it's an interesting topic that someone might take up and, uh, and explore further. I think um, men are better drivers, possibly, but they're also more dangerous drivers. Um, okay. If you know what I mean. Women are, might not necessarily be as comfortable as driving as men, but they might be better driver, safer drivers than men. Um, okay. It be it it it's an interesting question. It, in my opinion, um, when myself and Eve go out driving, it's never a question who drives. Yeah. I'm handed the keys and I drive. See, and in my situation, it'd be can I drive? Because I want to drive. Or will you drive this? I don't want to drive. So. Yeah. No, I think also, um, I think it's a more and you could build into men. You know, historically, have been the breadwinners. The the you know the main winner the main leader in the household so drove the family here there and everywhere and the woman in the traditional society was you know just the pretty little housewife and they okay. didn't have the independence and men were always gone out to, to work and drive out you know the you probably seen the truman show uh, you know the picket yeah. fence the house and she's at home cooking all day looking after the kids so i think society has kind of dealt that picture that men are the drivers and the women are the passengers like don't get me wrong i've had any number of heated debates in cars with you know women drivers like it's just uh, to a degree where you know the car is stopped and you switch seats um but you know it's it's a it's an interesting question a very enjoyable question as i said my answer would be that men are more comfortable drivers than women why are all formula one drivers male and women are probably safer drivers than men okay okay that's fair though i still think some girls are better drivers than some of the boys i've witnessed but how or never can't disagree with you movie <laughs> moving swiftly on before we get into a heat drive it into the next question huh <laughs> um i'm steering clear of that <laughs> there is a comedy roadshow coming listen <laughs> listen into the extras so so this is from um, one of the girls. It is very much uh, for, I suppose, from a dating view, oh, let's say. Oh, it's getting serious now. Why? Yeah. 
why do boys go to the all the effort of arranging things and making plans and then they disappear so say uh you and i are texting and you're like let's meet up on this day are we still on for this day we're going to do this la 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 and then the day comes and you text and say because you haven't heard anything i text and say what's the story um i'm gonna leave soon and then you hear nothing why do they do that simple one they're not that interested but then why why kill yourself all week to make the plan because they wanted someone to talk to so they can't talk about normal topics. They have to make plans with you to talk to you. Yeah. <gasps> That's rude. It is rude, but you always buy into it. Because you get excited okay. about it. You're... One telltale sign I'll give anybody advice. If you text somebody and they don't text you back, you know, and okay, we, in, in this day and age, we now see if they've seen it. Some people have settings on their phone so that you can't see it. But the vast majority of us have, you know, the, the two blue ticks, right? If you don't get a message back and you know that person isn't in work or is just at home and you don't get a message back within the hour, then alarm bells are ringing. If he's texting you away and it's quick and it's snappy and it's, you know, into the good flow back and forth, okay, he might be interested in you. You also might just want someone to talk to. Okay, so this will <clears throat> this will lead on to another question that I had there. So, because I've experienced it myself. Why, uh, and it isn't a personal question, just a disclaimer, this is not my own question. It was something we discussed. Why at the very start, when you start talking to a guy, they're like so full on, they're hot, they're into you, and then you get talking, you might go on a few dates, you spend a bit of time together, and then they just, it's like they just fucking switch off and they're they're not interested. Why do you buy a new car? Why do you, this, hold on, why do you... Um, why do you get FIFA 20 rather than continuing to play FIFA 19? Why do you get a new iPhone uh, 11? Are you, you say because they've, they've found something else that they're interested in? They lose interest. Not that they found something else interesting. They lose interest. But, I mean, it's like... it's like No, hold on. It's like at the very start, then they chase you. Okay, so it changes. So they chase and chase and chase and chase. Okay. They finally get okay. you on a couple of dates. And it's just that they lose interest. Yeah. Men are fucking dickheads. Well, it's like you—you were saying like, at the start, it's really fast and intense and wow, and it's wow. This is really because both people are learning on the same level, you know. Okay. And then yeah. one person is satisfying the need of the other person on the same level, and then that level might change. Um, but yeah, it's the same reason why you know, you get buy a new car, you upgrade your phone, and that's why relationships fail. I've had. Yeah, that's my that's my own experience. I agree with you on that level. I just don't understand why you go from like texting because <clears throat> I understand where this question was coming from. So you text and text and text and constantly, and then it just you notice the replies start to slow down. They're not like liking okay. your stuff on Instagram. Let's say. Well, I'll give you an example, okay? I when I start going out with girls and women and whatever, like. It's, it is, because at the start, there's lots to learn, okay? Because if you have never known each other, say you weren't childhood friends or you came from different areas or you didn't know each other from Adam, there's a lot of information to learn of somebody else, and it's intense. You want to know how many times they go to toilet today, in a day. You know, it, it, that's how detailed it can be sometimes, and that's how interested and infatuated you can be with the person. But as time goes by and, you know, you spend more time together and you're not spending times with other people or, or outside of the relationship or or, or, or the dating scene it, it it then it becomes a case of you know you're asking the same questions every day 
Um, and and some people get bored of that. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but if they're losing interest, would it not just be easier to say, "Look, I'm not feeling this anymore." Um. It, it's why, because why, it's hard. It's why it's harder to be the bad guy be... in the relationship, or the bad person. But no, it... <clears throat> no, I don't mean in a relationship. I mean when you're like seeing someone and it's still like fairly new. Why not just turn around and say like I'm not interested anymore? Why do they have to go into ghost mode? Because it's potential that um you would be admitting that there's something wrong with you, when you know the other person is perfectly fine. Um. Oh, okay. That's in- that's interesting. Hmm. Because you've you've um you've got you've invested time effort maybe you've told a couple of your friends or maybe your family that you're dating this new person, and then all of a sudden you know what, you could be I don't know I've never done it but maybe you're dating a couple of you're you're dating a couple of people at once you know if you're a real stud you know, uh, or whatever and um can't say I've ever been in that bracket, um and you know what you're you're trying to find what works for you and you know someone else comes along the scene and is giving you something more or it's a newer relationship so say for example you're texting somebody for maybe six weeks you've gone on a couple of dinner dates you've gone on a couple of nights out and then someone else new comes along and whatever tinder bumble whatever you're using these days and then the same intensity starts because he wants to learn so much about this new person and that you're still texting away yeah so, so he, why I'll, not just say uh, not interested. Because depending on how far down the line you are, you might be sexually engaged. It might be good sex. You're not committed to anything. Um, it might be you know, and it, and sex night might not be on the op uh, an option in the new relationship maybe, um, until a couple of weeks down the road. So you know why put yourself in with, uh, that? Player, player. Well, that what I that's what I'm that's what it would sound like to me. Okay, I've never done any of it. That's just what I see um, around me, and I, and I can think that's what the rationale behind that. It's 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 guys have a very short attention span, most of the time, and this is why you know you're all intense at the start. There's a lot of information to get on board. You're infatuated with each other. You're so interested in each other's day. What did you have for breakfast? How was your bus journey into town? Uh, you know, uh, and then how was your day? Have you had lunch? What did you have for lunch? Where did you go? Who's in work? What's going on in work? What are you doing after work? You know, where can we meet up? All these questions. And then after a while, you might not get a hello in the morning. You might get a hello in the afternoon. You might have to be, you might find yourself the one sending the message first every morning. And that's yeah. when you know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Fair. No, I mean not really fair because I'd rather just be told like you know fuck off. Anyway, not that that question was related to me. Um, next question. Uh, I suppose it yes, yeah, it, it sort of leads into this. Um, not so much why, but do you think? Yeah, I suppose it could be why. Um, are men intimidated by a strong slash independent woman, both mentally and physically? Like, are they or? Can they be, and why are they? It depends on the guy. A woman who was strong and independent, right? What is defined as strong and independent? I mean, somebody who's very strong-minded, not not afraid to speak her mind, um, is not afraid to share her opinion on something that might not necessarily come in line with yours. Um, has a really good job, you know, has a car, has a great social life. Do you, like, do you guys get intimidated by that? Um, 
Yeah, I, I suppose anybody. Like, do girls get, like do women get intimidated by a confident guy? Generally not. It's more of a turn on. I think. I think confidence in a male is sometimes something that women look for. A lot of the time, not arrogance, but confidence. Okay. Um, and I think guys take now we're taking we're taking you know guys as a, a massive thing and as any spectrum of, of of lads out there but again it goes kind of into maybe the whole makeup of a male and society as they paint a, a male to be you know the breadwinner the you know the the macho man and having a woman provide for you or be the the you know for example if the, the woman was the one out at work and the guy was the one to stay at home dad that's becoming more and more of a thing as society moves into a fairer kind of equally ba- a, a balanced society and why do guys kind of find that intimidating because they're not confident within their own selves i imagine is the ultimate thing um i think okay. per- personally i think seeing women who are very confident um sure of themselves is 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 a really good thing and i get on with a lot of women who are like that um but as long as it doesn't go too far in the sense that the reason they're they are where they are is because they've had to be a prick a bollocks an arsehole along the way yeah um i think it's, it's a better respect um and you know what lads lads can be bollocks as well to other lads like if you're if your missus for example is out and you know you know seen as a kind of the, the the macho person in the relationship it it, it may be a, a stick to uh, beat you with in a circle of friends who would be more stereotypical kind of lads down the pub or lads the football club um you know and you might lose a little bit of social um show social Faces. face and um that's probably why but i think personally uh, it's something that i i find um very very um positive in in a woman who is first of all confident within the, their own skin um you know happy to speak their mind um and you know what sure of themselves mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we all have I, I think the strongest most reassured person in the world still has um stuff within them that they are conscious of and a guy has to understand that if they are, if if they are less uh, say less confident than the, the the girl they're going out with then you know that's not a bad thing either like you can work together on that um yeah that's like nearly like a happy balance yeah when, it, when it's situations like that yeah totally uh i've seen i've seen i have friends and i've seen relationships where the guy is just quiet um reserved kind of character and uh, really nice guy really happy relationship She's very outgoing, confident, sociable. Um, but the guy just sits there and lets her get on with it and she is madly in love with him. Uh, mm-hmm. and it and it and he's madly in love with her and it makes no odds to to him that she she goes out on the dance floor or she goes out with work colleagues and, you know, does whatever, you know, presses the flesh and is confident and is able to give a speech to a room of hundred and twenty delegates. Um you know, and, and I think if you're a woman like that and you're doing things like that, if you're in a happy relationship, I think the guy will take pride in that. And, you know, his, yeah. not his woman, but, you know, the woman in his life is, you know, able to go into society and represent not her, just herself, but the, the relationship they are both in. 
and I think I think couples like that, but it works both ways. It's the same. I think I don't know how you feel about that. I know it's no, it pierces questions, but yeah, no, I I do, I do, I agree with you. I do. I just well, often, I suppose when that question came up, it, it got me thinking. Like, would I suppose we bouncing off of what we just spoke about? Like, if if you got talking to a guy and. Now, this, I'm not discounting anybody or saying anything bad about it, but just say I was talking to a guy and he was in just a retail position as a sales assistant and then I come in, the consultant. Like, do you, do you think that they shy away from women like that sometimes? Because And that's just a self-confidence thing because they nearly feel like they're not good enough for you in a way. Yeah, but that, that, would, that goes into something much deeper than that, I think. Like you could have someone who is, you know, consider on a minimum wage going out with someone who is, you know, um, an executive in a business. And as long as they're not defined by their roles in society in terms of their job, mm. then what's the point of you know? No, I know. No, I understand where you're. I'm just. I, but I, I, I know. I know where you're just... coming from, and I totally understand. But that's getting into, that getting into a, a conversation about are we defined by what we do in life? In terms of our roles and responsibilities and social, you know, status, um, mm, I think true. I think that's um, that is it, it. It does feed into it, and it's it's quite interesting. It's like trying to say, you know, as I said earlier on, is the stay-at-home dad any any more intimidated by his wife than the the stay-at-home mom intimidated by her husband who goes out to work? You know, um, depends on the person and the relationship and the dynamic in that relationship. I think. Yeah okay okay that's fair um so I'm doing a lot i'll of change up the questions a little bit here um <laughs> why <laughs> why is it okay for boys to fart but when girls do it's like the whole world is ending oh it's that's a simple question a simple question or a simple answer that's a simple question to answer even um <laughs> Um, because of the fact that women or ladies weren't traditionally supposed to fart. And it's the funniest thing when they do. <laughs> but why is it so why is it such a big deal? Like you guys fart like it's not fucking tomorrow. I don't know. And fart. we're just supposed to sit there and just put up with the smell, but when we do, oh my god, it's like you know I think like the fact that you hold it in before. for so long makes the smell worse. <laughs> I too much into that no no you you brought it up <laughs> no i was just wondering like why it's like it's always the same like they just but i've come across lads who fucking fart in the car fart when you're out shopping okay can i ask one tiny one rip and then it's like oh my god ew i can't believe you just did that oh do you get that reaction do you no <laughs> see if you got that reaction you'd be admitting to farting so you can't do that either <laughs> Uh, come on now, I'm human. Of course I fart. I've heard you fart, so no worries. You fucking haven't I've heard you Trump once or twice in the exam hall. <laughs> I tell you, it wasn't a squeaky chair, I can tell you. Um, but no, I think it's funny more so than, you know, disgusting. You know, I think if... if, if depends on the relationship again. I think I think you have to laugh at it. If you take it too seriously, then you're just an arsehole. Um, you know, we all fart. You know, we all burp. You know, I've I went out with Neve for three years before I heard her fart, and she only farted because she was drunk, and she couldn't control it. She this may this may not make airtime because she may kill me because she gets the proofread all these, but um, uh, yeah. Um, hey, look, it's 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 a it's an honest um, 
insight into uh, what you what you call like a normal relationship, a healthy, happy, loving relationship. Oh yeah, and you know what? We've all had experiences where you know you've been in situations where it's just come out, you know, uh, and uh, you know <laughs> yeah. you and just you want the whole fucking you, ground to swallow you up. You just power through, you know. You just power through. Power through, you know. There's bigger things to be worried about in life than you know, yeah, an applause from your arse, you know. As Billy Connolly says, that's what Billy Connolly says a fart is. A wee beautiful fart. It's your arse applauding the wind. I've never heard that before. It's brilliant. YouTube. It's very funny. Um, okay, so, uh, let's, I suppose, speaking of nether regions, is it true that boys turn their jocks inside out to get extra wear out of them? Not on a daily basis, no. <gasps> what do you mean on a daily basis? You know, if there's an emergency... You know, like I go, I get dressed at half five every morning going to work. I put on a fresh pair of jocks, freshly pressed. I put on a fresh pair of socks. I, have I ever, have I ever done that? Um, there probably has been occasions where you've stayed over uh, in someone's house, you know, and you hadn't been prepared. It was a sleepover that wasn't supposed to happen. But And then you have the debate whether or not, have you had too many Guinness that night? If you've had too many Guinness that night, you were probably, you know, um leading on to the previous question farting quite a little bit during the night you know you might just switch them around or turn them upside down you can say you get a good four days out of a pair of jocks right you know if you were planning on going away for you know a, a weekend maybe an electric picnic or um you know the way we like um the festivals that won't happen this year but um it's in the case of emergency but guys don't purposely go and um you know turn their jocks inside out or turn them around well, you might purposely not, but I'm I'm beginning to think now that some guys would just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking turn these inside out and wear these today. No, they're just <laughs> dirtbirds. <laughs> they probably do exist. Maybe you just haven't met one yet. Then again, guys don't ask each other what type of knickers are you know underwear you're wearing. Like you know, it's not that comes up in conversation. But you know, it's it's I I think most men will have done it at some stage. You know, in emergencies, like I said, you know, you've you've had a sleepover that you weren't planning on, and there was no fresh pair of jocks in our house. So, but you know, like, would you not? I mean, go like, commando from, instead. Like, you know. how did you know I was going to say that? Because <laughs> I like, I would rather go commando than turn my knickers inside out. Yeah, but probably your knickers are more probably bed into than men's. Oh, Pierce, yes, of course they are. But that's not the point. That's just, that is the point. Men, Jen, depending <laughs> on what gear you're wearing, it's probably looser fishing, you know? So it's not exactly, you know, skin tight, let's say. Um, so, you know, there's probably, um, it's probably just easier, easier just to turn them around. Yeah, except for when you go and have a, have to go to the toilet and realise that the gentleman flap isn't there at the front and you're like, oh God, I have to pull the whole lot down. <laughs> They're all going to see I turn my jocks inside out. <laughs> what are you doing there, Pierce? They're on backwards there, son. <laughs> Did you get dressed in the dark at all? <laughs> so yeah, it does happen. Okay. The honest answer, we do do it. Uh, I don't think men do it on a general basis. Uh, only in emergency. Or only if... Only if you're a 16-year-old boy doing a six-week six exchange student program in Germany and... You don't know how to ask the host family how to use the washing machine and it's getting to the end of three weeks and the amount of jocks you packed haven't surpassed the three weeks and you're getting a bit nervous 
Um, so yeah, not saying that I ever did that. No, <laughs> or going no, commando for a week in Germany, you, but you, you know, never, you've, never, you've never been over there. <laughs> no, it was a warm summer. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So then, <clears throat> tell me this then: why and what is so comforting about sitting there, like? Flaked out on the sofa with your hands down your jocks. Why? No idea. Don't do it. You don't do it? You've never done it? Never done it. I actually... I don't understand it myself. I I, I grew up in a certain part of Dublin where you would walk... See, you'd walk through the the town and there would be any number of young gentlemen, using that phrase loosely, making sure that Willie was still attached to them as they walked around uh, the town, you know? I don't quite get it. or I don't I get it when you're at home. No. You know, it's just, it's not necessary. Like, it's not going to fall off. Like, when I was growing up, I was told, stop touching yourself. You know, it's it's not going to fall off. Or it will fall off if you keep touching it, you know. Um, so maybe I was just brought up correctly. I don't know. Um, yeah, 100% brought up correctly. It's nothing worse, like, walking in and you just see your bloke sitting there and his hands are down, his jocks are like, yeah. It's still there. The last time I checked, I don't know why you're doing it. I know. I think, I think, I think my mum, I've heard my mum say it to my dad a few times. Oh God! <laughs> but maybe he's like you know, he's thirty. He's thirty years married, so maybe he just needs to make sure it's alive. I don't know. Oh my! That's a, yeah. That's that, that will veer off that conversation pretty quickly. Um, and okay. So speaking of men's nether regions, do you really compare each other's sizes? Uh, nothing compares to mine. Mm, <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe if you're listening, I just need clarity on that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I can get a certificate. Um, it's 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 normal. It's completely normal. You know, long but normal. Um, no, we don't compare it. You know, you try not to look at other men's, you know, pieces, bits and pieces. It's ugly to look at anyway. I don't know where we. I know it's ugly to look at. You know, it's like a wonder. bit of grizzle. It's like a little grizzle at the end of you know, the sausage or at the end of the the rasher. You know, it's just a bit of skin hanging off the bottom of the body. It's just not pretty. And so I try not to look at it uh, from the best of times. And no, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's not, it's not that it's um, something that we don't bring up in conversations, but like, what's, 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 what's so interesting about it? It's... I don't know. I'm asking you because I think they're the worst looking things I've ever seen in my whole life. And I just wondered, do you sit there and go, yeah, well, mine's this long, well, mine's this thick. Uh, mine hangs this way. Do well, you actually have those conversations? <laughs> I don't. And then this is this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move the conversation in a different way. I think if men were more talkative about their their genitals, it would be a better thing in terms of making sure that they were healthy. Um, yeah. I think that's something that um, and that's probably why we don't talk about it because then if it's not the same as your man's. Maybe yours is gonna fall off, or you have cancer, or you know, you have <laughs> oh, something sorry, wrong with you. Yeah. It is, okay. no, no, it is. I know what you're, it is funny in, in that context, you know. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know you're supposed to have two of them. You know. <laughs> uh, you know. Twenty-five oh, years with one testicle, you like the other one hadn't come down. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> but it's um, it's something that it does come up in conversations more than it used to. I'm 
obviously I'm a uh, 30 now like it's something that like um when you're growing up as a teenage boy um it's not something that you talk about it's something that you kind of find out and you kind of talk about like I remember every member's getting their first pube like you know is this normal you know um are your balls dropping or you know getting your first erection or bone or whatever you want to call it um, what happens like I know this is probably going to sound really disgusting but I'm curious when your balls drop do you just wake up and they're just down there or is it a you generally process? you generally get out of bed and fall over and um, you know it's <laughs> you go to bed and it's fine and then you get out of bed and you find us you know you can't walk around as much you know it's uh I don't remember my balls dropping I don't remember I'm my voice like, breaking breaking I um, just wonder because it's not like girls wake up one morning and they have a pair of boobs well I but you do wake up boobs, one morning you know and you have a period like or you're you're halfway through school and all of a sudden, you know, there's there's moisture on the table or on the on the table on the chair, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what type of school it is when you're when it's on the table. Maybe you're doing woodwork or something. <laughs> Stripper school, I went. That's why it was on the table. I was. Pregnant. That's what it was. But um, you know, in terms of talking about it, yeah, it comes up in conversation in terms of a joke. It comes up in certain conversations that certain t- t- traditions have bigger ones than other traditions. And the girth thing, I've never understood it. I thought all men's penises were the same width, but apparently not. You know. I, will, I won't speak on this, um, but yeah, apparently according to research, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, apparently they but do. Still... And then some of them are circumcised. Like I was renowned in college for being Jewish. I can't imagine what circumcision looks like. I've never even researched it. I actually might research it when I get off here. But, you know, no, it's just um, all shapes and sizes. That's what makes the world so interesting. You know, as long as it doesn't I mean, smell or you don't have any warts, you're, you're fine. Oh, God, please, no. I, no, let's not. Um, but it's important to talk about. I think as, as men, it's important that, It's important to talk about your testicles. No, I agree. No, 100%. Your, your, I mean, your willy. Like, I'll, give you, <clears throat> I'll give you an insight to girls. Like, we would talk about our periods and we talk about like shapes of our boobs and stuff like that or if we experience something you would be very comfortable just calling one of the girls and saying listen this is that happening is this normal has that ever happened to you i'm surprised to hear the boys don't read well like, no i'm not really surprised i suppose it's not because it's not an easy conversation i think i think open. i think I, I i had a bit of um how would you say i had a bit of gardening done let's say one year and i i had never done it before and then I came, I was, I was happy enough with it. And I went, I went to one of my friends, you know, do you ever do a bit of garden? And he was like, yeah, I always do a bit of garden. All right. And, and then I went to the other guy and he was like, don't do any gardening. So it's all natural. You know, but yeah, it, it does come up in conversations. You, what you want to do is make sure that you have two of them. That they're generally, you know, the texture of a nice boiled egg. Uh, and everything else is, is, is clean and not smelly. And then you're, you're sucking diesel or she's sucking diesel or whoever's doing the sucking, you know. Some... <laughs> okay, well, here's a good one for you then, just touching on gardening. <clears throat> uh, this was a funny one now that we discussed last night. Um, why go to the bother of shaving down below? So shaving, you know, tidying up or whatever else, may you be trimmed or you go baldy. Uh, baldy is nice. And, you know, you go to the extent of even going down and shaving your balls. What is it about your ass that you forget? And why do you forget it? Like, a fluffy bum hole is not really, you know, it doesn't really match up with the rest of you if you've decided to go bald. 
Yeah, I think it's probably a degree of access. You know. Here, we can manage it. Well, I mean, I. Okay. There we go. An exclusive. An absolute exclusive here now. Here we go. She's shaved men's balls. Some women don't go near the crack, so maybe that's probably why. You know. Yeah, but we see you, we see you walking around. You see your little tush getting up out of the bed to go and do whatever else. It depends. On the, it depends on the guy. Like I know, I know a lot of I know of guys who are particularly hairy, and I like the hairiest beast in the world. And then there's a guys who have no hair. Like it's like I'm still trying to grow grass, uh, breast hair, uh, chest hair. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, and I, I wake up every morning and I see the extra hair and I'm happy days. You know, I'm 30 years of age. I don't have a fucking hair on my chest or my back, you know, but there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm kind of, it, depends on, it depends on how hairy you are as well, I suppose. If you're one of these guys that has jet black hair and it's thick as hell, then, you know, you probably should do something about it, you know. But, you know, speaking on anecdotal experience that I have heard... Uh, I would, I think most men should just, you know, if, if they're doing a bit of gardening, you know, front and back gardens are more important than just the front garden. The back garden is just as important because let's be honest, like the front, front, the front view is, you know, is always amazing. But when they turn around and then you see all this fuzzy business going on, you're like, did you forget or do you not know? I don't, no, I, I think it's, a, it's I think it's, a, if you're doing it yourself at home, it's, it takes time. You know, especially if you're not doing it all, to maybe maybe it's your birthday. Maybe you're on for a special occasion and you're saying, oh, no, I'm going to be a gentleman. I'm going to make sure that everything is neat and tidy. I'm going to mow the lawn. <laughs> I'm going to trim the edges. I'm going to make sure that there's, you know, a surprise when you open that back door or that front door. And, you know, it's, well, wow, it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, a, a massive mess. It's going to be, you know, wow. smooth. <laughs> what fabulous landscaping you've done there, oh, sir. Exactly, you know. Um, <laughs> I might throw down a rug and have a bit of sunbathing here. You never know. But I think access is, is, a, is a thing for God. It's just particularly difficult. You know, there's a degree of mirrors you need to use and utensils and then not having this dexterity. And, you know, I don't think guys are going to... Not a lot of guys are going to go over to the manicurist and say, right, love, there you are. Have a look at that and uh, I'll have it all off, thanks. Well, they definitely won't go to the manicurist because that's who does your nails, so she'd really be looking at you funny then, but, you know. That explains um, why I got the funny look that time at the counter. Hang on, what? But I wasn't the first guy going there because you had a business card with the girl down the road, so, you know. I'm not the first guy to make that mistake. Okay, that's fair. So it's down to flexibility, access, and just general knowledge of how to remove said bum fluff. Yeah, bum fluff is like... And it's like... I don't know, depends on the type of guy, but he might not be into that type of stuff around the back there and he might not think of, you know, access to that whole uh, other world. Uh, it might be just, you know, traditionalists uh, into, you know, what he see, what you see is what you get with him. So it might be thinking, yeah. you know, it's not... And it's, that's fair. I just always, I just, yeah, I suppose what we talked about last night, we were like, oh yeah, but why, like, go to the effort? Because, hey. I mean, I can't imagine that shaving your balls is very easy. Oh... <laughs> No. Because it's all like, you know, <laughs> saggy. It's not even that it's saggy. It's the fact that it's, it, it's, 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 it's not, lumpy is the wrong word, but it's, you know. 
it's uneven. It's you know what it's like. It's like the cobble locks in Temple Bar. You know, it's uneven. You know, you know, you just you need to have a lot of foam and a, a brand new blade, and never a disposable bra- a blade. Whew! Not even an emergency. Not even when you're you just got a last minute booty call. Yeah, not even then. Like you may lose a testicle. <laughs> and trying to explain that to the girl you're trying to bed that night, you know, why there's a plaster over the right testicle does not does not cut it. You know, I'm oh, sorry if we using cut it. It's a terrible pun, but uh, you know, and and it's just you know you need to be. It's preparation is the key to this. I think personally. So I, I went on too well, long on this question. I don't know why. Um. But there, that's no, that... that was me. I, I'm curious. I, I, I just think. I, I mean, from a girl's point of view, like obviously we go, we go and get the full wax. Not all you do. Not all you do. No, 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 no. Well, okay. I've not, have I? I don't think. I don't think I know anybody in my circle that doesn't. I have had um, a wide range, let's say, of. Um... Oh wow. Okay. Okay, so I have. Let me see. I'm just gonna check my list here because you're doing very well. I have to say, I'm I'm proud of you. <laughs> I told you I'd answer these as truthfully as I could. I'm not gonna bullshit my way through this. This is a, uh, this is honest, open answers. Nothing is taboo, you know. And just to clarify, guys, he had no idea what was coming his way. I was on a mission last night. Asked. Like it was literally a mission of revenge. I was like, I'm gonna get him back. I'm gonna put him in the hot seat. And now he's essentially made a show of me because he's able to answer the answer these ad hoc and I'm tumbling over my words, but here we are. She's been at the spirits um, again. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. I've gone through all of the questions. I have one that we can round this off. Why do guys think girls are crazy? And why do they always say, ah, girls are psychos? Yous are all mad. Yous are all nuts. Um, because the lack of understanding is the simple answer. Oh. Good answer. Elizabeth, come on. You didn't think it. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised that he's such a gent. <laughs> it's 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 a level of understanding. It's 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 nothing. It's a lack of understanding on on the guys' part. Um, that I think, you know, there's always a question out there that men and men and women should be equal. We should be equal, but we're not the same. Just because we're okay. equal doesn't mean we're the same. And like, I don't understand why women need to speak to other women so often you know um from my own experience and within my own family and within circles of friends women always like speaking to their sisters or their mothers or spending time with their sister or their mother i think guys could go from one end of the week well i know i could go one end of the week to the next without speaking to anybody and i'd be fairly happy um but if they wanted to speak to me or if i wanted to speak to them i'd know they're there i just don't need to live in their ear um, yeah. Okay. So well, why then, go on ahead? If they, so you're saying it's down to understanding. So is that just because they don't understand that we're very emotional creatures, and we can literally go from a one to ten in like two seconds? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I can. Pretty much. Like you know, um, guys can't. Guys can't. Like guys are. This is this is how it's defined, right? For me, um, I could have an argument with my best friend today. Or. Uh, and I can go for a way to, for for him with a pint, and uh, you could shoot the breeze at the end of the day. I think okay. women would find it very hard to do that, um, yes. because it's very simple. If a friend fucks up on me, I'll call him a fucking idiot. I'll call him out on it, and I'll, and he'll he'll either argue with me, and we'll just keep arguing until such a time as he accepts that I'm right, 
or I'm upset that I'm wrong. And then, you know, what's bygones be bygones. What I find with women is they're like elephants. They kind of never forget. And holding on to stuff is something that women kind of do. And I don't understand why they do that. Well, we don't, and I'll tell you from my own experience, we don't hold on to things to everything. No, and me personally, if, if, I, if I'm in a really good relationship where I'm able to talk things out with somebody and if I had an issue and it was talked out like that's forgotten but if I've left a situation where we've had a discussion on something that's you know essentially upset me and I didn't get the answer that I wanted I will hold on to it because I'm like he didn't listen to me he didn't understand so you yeah. can't we just we can't just forget about it and even if and I'm not saying like I just get the answer and then I walk away like I would press and be like yeah but like, that's not what I said you know what I mean and you yeah. kind of go and get try and get another answer you don't get the answer that you're looking for. That's why we hold on to things. Yeah. But I also think, as I said, as a start, it's a lack of understanding. Like, I don't know Japanese. Okay? So if someone starts speaking to me in Japanese, I think they're mental. You know, because I just don't understand them. <laughs> you know, it's as simple. A okay. guy, and I'm sorry, but guys are as simple as that. If if you are, as, as Ron Reasley puts it, you know, I think I've said this to you before. He describes how Hermione feels in Harry Potter and how she has oh, yeah. all these feelings at once. And he, for the, for the life of him, the poor guy, the poor ginger fucker, can't understand how she feels all those feelings all at once because we just don't feel that one. Guys either are hungry, thirsty, or horny. Yeah. And, you know, or busy. And that's as far as it goes. One of those four things. Now okay I'm being a bit flippant and blasé okay we are can be emotional creatures but in a different way and it is a different approach to how um, we express those emotions or don't express them because I think a lot of guys find it hard to express the same emotions that women express and yeah. women are more understanding of emotions and when you have women understanding women then it comes more natural um, mm-hmm. and I think guys also struggle with the fact that um, if girls are feeling this way and say, for example, you're feeling upset or you're feeling down. Guys, I think, oh, is their nature that they want to fix it. Whereas sometimes women aren't looking for it to be fixed. They're looking for empathy. And I think guys sometimes lack a bit of empathy. I know I do. Uh, we've spoken about it. Uh, yeah, or maybe they're not able to differentiate between the two. Like, do they want me to hug her or do they want me to actually do something about this yeah. and make her feel better? And yeah. I think Tommy Tiernan... One of my, I don't know why I mentioned so many comedians does a really good funny skit on you know women and the lack of understanding men and women have of each other uh, one minute you're crying your eyes out and the next minute you're horny and then the next minute you're no longer horny but as soon as you're horny the guy you understand you're horny but at that stage that moment has passed and now you're sad again um, you know so <laughs> guy, 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 uh, guys are simple generally um, they've they, uh, you know me. I I see things very black and white, but at the same time, I can be quite in depth in terms of conversations, and we've had conversations ourselves about many different things off air, of course. And I think you found me to be quite um good at understanding um women, but not all guys yeah. do. And and guys' response to not understanding is to lash out maybe, and call you a psycho or call you mental or call you you know something derogatory uh, and it's just not because um, they feel that way but it's maybe a lack of understanding and um, for that I can only apologise 
I weren't looking for an apology. I actually just never looked at it from that side. Like, maybe they just don't. I mean, I, I've toyed with the idea that maybe I'm just not explaining it better and that's why he doesn't understand. But, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair answer. That was a good answer, Pierce. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that wraps up my questions. As I have already said, you did very well. Yeah. I really thought I was going to, you know, get you in a sticky situation there, but... Well, you know you me. Know. You know me. Like, like I, mean, I know the guy, the lads were uh, planning my stags, and one thing they said about my stags is the fact that they were trying to come up with stuff to embarrass me, and fuck, am I hard to embarrass? Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Because yeah. as we say, nothing is taboo. No, uh, that was really good. I am. Uh, I, um, I really liked those questions. They were. Um, I hope I answered them. I hope the you got some insight into the male psyche. As I said, I'm not speaking for all guys. I'm just speaking from my own experience and my own understanding of why other guys think the way they do. Um, if other people have different answers to them questions that you have, oh, we'd love to hear them, uh, and we'll share some of them as well. I think. Um, there's so many different types of guys out there and there's so many different types of girls out there and that's what makes it so interesting um, well I, this is it and I think like we you and I as people not even like gender aside I think we have a completely different view on some things totally which always makes which always makes for a good conversation but yeah no absolutely I'm actually going to put some of these questions on um, Instagram next week and we'll see what you guys think and what your insights may be that'll be an interesting one Okay, well that wraps it up. Again, well done, Piers. Thank you so much for your time this evening. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. And it was um, great to hear those questions. I was absolutely shitting bricks throughout the day. And, do you know um, what? I'm actually tempted to do part two. Uh, like for each of us, I think it'd be so it'd be so funny. Yeah, and it'd be great me, to get other questions get in. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I answered some questions there now. You know, and now you know about my balls. You know, that's just as in depth as we get. And girls, they don't just drop one morning. They apparently it's a process. <laughs> and one hangs lower than the other. All right, guys. Well, listen. Thanks for tuning in, um, and we hope to have you back again soon. Cheerio.